What's up, everybody? Welcome to We The Process, episode 44, the post-draft special, I guess, if you will. Just glad to be back. Yeah, dude, Paul is, is back. Um, haven't seen him in a while, which is actually unheard of. I usually see him way more than the last week. At least a few times a week. Yeah, it, it's solid, though. He's back. Uh, he went to Firefly and got sick as shit. And uh, but now he's on he's on the mend. The, fort- to- the fortunate thing was I didn't get sick until the morning that I was leaving. Uh, like I woke up sick that morning. And I was like, it's a good time to get sick. Yeah, I was like, at least I wasn't down there being fucking miserable. Right, I had a good time, so it was good. Good, good shit. Um, the Sixers drafted Mikhail Bridges. Psych. They drafted Zaire Smith and also acquired a, a 2021 unprotected first rounder from Phoenix, which is actually Miami Heat's pick. Um, drafted some other dudes that we're going to talk about. Um, pretty solid draft. I mean, considering they didn't have a GM, I thought they handled it pretty well, especially mm-hmm. if they're looking to the future. So we're going to get into it, but yeah. you know, we might, we may give you the flyers draft pick depending on if that happens during this episode. Yeah. Cause I don't know if you guys knew this, but the NHL is having their draft tonight. They're um, so bad at marketing, dude. Cause I had the no night idea. after the NBA draft. Yeah. Great idea. Cause everyone's still breaking down. No one cares that this draft's happening. It's almost the same deal as the MLB where they just have it in the middle of the day, middle of the day in May, in the middle of the season, on a middle Monday. of the day, middle of May on a Monday, on a Monday or a Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't know. But you know what we like to talk about before we get into it, before we get deep in the trenches oh, what is of that? Philadelphia sports, we talk about the Randy Knowles team. Oh yeah. This episode is sponsored by the Randy Knowles team. Whether you're looking to buy, sell a rent in South Jersey called Jamie Knowles Pollander at 609-970-3530. Check out the Randy Knowles team on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter to stay up to date on all of their homes for sale or rent. Randy Knowles team, official realtor of We The Process. Love it. I love it. I do love it. Um, I also love Zaire Smith's uh, motor that doesn't stop. Well, it's kind of like us. Yeah, because we don't stop. Because, like, every time we start an episode, we talk for a couple minutes, and then we say, let's go. happy including Mikel Bridges great for, story for a long for a solid 45 minutes Nova legend dude. uh Mikel Bridges's mom's back was really happy about this whole thing too um until he was traded to the Phoenix Suns for number 16 pick which they took Zaire Smith and the 2021 unprotected first round pick from Phoenix which is actually the Miami Heat's pick from the Gordon Dragic trade I believe so that was that okay let's talk about that first so at first, like whole thing, like instant reaction. What did you think? Well, I really liked Mikael Bridges. That's who I really wanted. Right. I did not think he would make it to ten. I was thinking maybe the Knicks would pick him up at nine, actually, right before us. Maybe at eight. So I was pretty happy with the pick. I knew he could plug right in and play and yeah. contribute. So when we traded him, initially I was pretty upset because the initial report from Woj was we're sending him to Phoenix for Zaire Smith, and that was it. Yeah, it wasn't until I found out that it was a fir- an unprotected first round pick from the Miami Heat 
in 2021, who knows how good or bad they might be in 2021. Yeah. And it's a good asset to have for the next one or two years to trade Certainly. away because the value is never going to get higher than it is now because you're like, it's unpredictable what the Miami Heat will be. Right. And I mean, in all essence, our, you know, the last couple of years, all of these assets we've had, they're kind of like starting to, that surplus is starting to turn into just a few picks and mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're reloading on that. And, you know, I, I saw the trade and, you know, they, they, they liked him. They had him in twice for, they had him for two workouts. They had him in with a group workout. Then they had him in as an individual workout, um, which I knew. And they also did the same thing with Kevin Knox. So they were both high on both those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously they liked Mikhail Bridges. He was linked to the Sixers because, you know, he's from Villanova. Um, his mother works yeah, for the Sixers. There's a lot of yes. There's a lot of links and connections, and it would have been a great story to see him come here. But at the end of the day, it's a business. Um, yeah. I would he would have been a great fit here. I agree. But I think Zaire Smith, um, a very raw prospect, not raw even. He he's a gamer. He he can ball and very from, athletic. Yeah. From what we saw, just like you said, his motor it just does not stop. Yeah, his highlights the, in the half court, you just see him. Moving, moving, setting screens, moving getting his scene, feet, screens set, keeping for his him. legs moving, making um, cuts. Yeah, cuts, which is and, great. And you, you made the comment earlier. We were talking about this, and it, it's astute of you to say it's going to be a, a guy cutting to the basket for Ben, and mm-hmm. Ben will hit him with every pass because this kid is going to be quicker than a lot of people covering him. I think mm-hmm. in the NBA, he's very athletic, very quick, very young. Yeah. Uh, probably not done growing. He's six yeah. five. So it's and a he's only smaller. 19. The dude can jump over the backboard, though. It's a fact. I'm sure he can. I'm sure he can jump up there. He can definitely jump he can over jump, 10 feet. He yeah. can jump up straight and then straight down through the hoop of the ball. <laughs> like a fucking, like a, like a human dart. Yeah. Almost, I, I'm, like a, long I'm dart. a firm believer that he could totally do that. Yeah, and like one of the things Brett Brown said he liked it, like what really sold Zaire Smith on them is, yeah, he was like, yeah, obviously, like we love his length and athleticism. And we can obviously see potential, but he said in his second workout, his like shot like really stood out. Like he had a very good shooting yeah. performance, and he's like, and I can see he's like, I see the shot, it's there, you know, it could use a little work, but he was like, Mikael Bridges would have walked in, he would have played minutes. He was straight up, he was like, he would have gotten some minutes. Absolutely, it's like Zaire's gonna have to work for it. Yeah, and I like that. I like that Brett's already lighting a fire under the guy. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be a project for Bet for Brett because Brett is like the guy right now. And that's another thing to look at this trade, like, so you can look at this trade and just say, okay, they got a really good, you know, um, Phoenix is like, all right, well, we want Bridges, like, we'll give you like this first round that we have for Miami. Like, you could say that that's what happened. Brett was like, oh yeah, of course, that sounds good. I think though, the way to look at this is, I think you got to like, Brett, Brett, we don't have a GM right now, right? So Brett Brown dealing with late like twenty twenty one, like two thousand twenty one, like draft picks. It's bigger picture than just Kurt. he's he's the stopgap GM right now. Right, he's showing that he can make moves that an NBA GM Effect would think to. Yeah, make, yeah. he's so, not thinking about the now, which most coaches would do. Yeah, well, absolutely. A coach that wants to win a championship is going to take the best player to give yeah. him the chances to win a championship next year. Mm-hmm. But he didn't do that. I mean, Zaire Smith, Zaire Smith is a project, and in fact. You know, Mikael Bridges is win now. Zaire Smith is, we're going to win in the future. But, again, this is just the draft talking because once we get into free agency, it's going to change the, that whole mantra as yeah. well. And Brett Brown kept saying, he was like, this is a piece that we think 
will help us land stars. And then he very blatantly said, we are star hunting. Yeah. Those were his He said it in his exit press conference. He said it yesterday. He's a presser guy. Dude, he's a great presser guy. Also, really quick, um, Zier Smith said in his workout, Brett Brown was talking to him and told him that he reminds him of Kawhi Leonard. Which is great. Very interesting to me. Yeah. Because Brett, again, worked with the Spurs. He was an assistant coach there. Um, obviously, was there with, with Kawhi. I think he was the rookie like, year, probably. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the Sixers are linked to Kawhi. So that's very interesting that he said that. So maybe they're like, okay, well, we're probably going to miss out on Kawhi. Um, let's draft a guy that's just like him, that's younger. I don't know. Like, he, again, another thing we have to talk about with Zaire Smith is yeah, it's he's, it's not a guarantee. he's ferocious defensively, too. Yeah. He looks like a pain in the ass to, to, to be guarded by, just like TJ. Like, you don't – like. What did what did TJ say on that on the podcast with JJ Redick? Like, uh, yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, he was like, I really love this, and I want everyone to say it. it's like when I pick someone up full court, I just want to hear someone say, "Oh no," yeah, or "Oh my." Spencer God. Dinwiddie audibly said, "Oh no," when TJ <laughs> picked him up at half court, and exactly. that's like he's like a pain in the ass. It's good for Zaire, already defensive minded, already with the motor and the fire under him, to come into a situation with guys like Joel Embiid who is going to be a leader and be like, yo, let's fucking pick it up. Hell yeah. And a guy like TJ who would do the same thing. And when you're around all these tenacious defenders and all these great leaders, it rubs off on you. And right. You're going to Defensive grow. player of the year finalist, Joel Embiid, too. Mm-hmm. You know? So, um, another thing, too, that Texas Tech roster that he was on, that he was starting last year, was full of seniors. Yeah. He forced himself into that starting five. And that was a top team this Yeah, in, and he rose year. from... Not even in the top 100 ESPN. He was he was ranked 176. So almost 200. Yeah, and he, he ended up being a lottery pick. That's wow. incredible. That's wild. Yeah, that's wild. especially like Texas Tech. I mean, it's a pretty decent school. I mean, like the Big 12 is a good. Is yeah, a good, uh, it's competitive. Conference. It's really competitive. You got like Kansas, Oklahoma, like yeah. all those teams. Kansas State, dude. Fucking fucking Baylor, dude. Dude, fucking Baylor Bears. Wearing that highlighter yellow all the time. Fucking Kansas State. Or did you just say that? Yeah, I did. It's okay. Love their colors. A little purple, yeah, purple, purple and gray, and, yeah. And Michael silver. Beasley, little yeah. Michael Beasley, dude. Little Michael Beasley, um, Darren Sproles, yeah, Oklahoma, yeah, Blake Griffin, big twelve guy. Mm-hmm. I remember, damn, it's Oklahoma. Wait, wh- who was Blake Griffin's brother? What was his name? Uh, I forget. But they played together. Sage, on is it really? No, Sage Rosenfeld, Sage Northcutt, <laughs> great one. Um, but yeah, let's talk about their other picks because uh. The dude um, they picked at twenty six does Landry, uh, Landry Shamet, yeah Landry Shamet yeah, from Wichita State, mm-hmm. um, career forty three percent free throw, I mean three point shooter in pretty college. much forty four. It's point four three seven. Yeah, so I mean rounded out forty four, shooting forty four point two percent last year, which is his very good. It's his junior year last year, so he was he's a three year guy yeah, coming. He into improved the draft. every year on his field goal percentage, whether it be two point and three point. So he's been on the rise as far as shooting is concerned. And he definitely adds someone that can come off the bench and shoot and create yeah. for the offense. Yeah, maybe because, you know, in free agency, again, um, Wayne Ellington is my guy. Like, as far as, like, bench depth, like, I, I hope to God they sign him. Right. But this is a guy that you can, like, okay, well, we can let Marco walk and this guy can get some minutes. Um, he's not going to get – this guy, like, uh, Landry Schmidt is not going to get – um, the minutes that Marco was playing, no. and Marco's not gonna. Well, first off, if Marco's on the team next year, he's not getting the minutes that he was playing this year, mm-hmm. because there's a reason why he was bouncing around all these teams. Same thing with Ersan. They caught fire, but they really fizzled out in the playoffs. And I think part of that is what hurt us in the playoffs in the long run. In the long run, we didn't have enough enough shot creators. 
Like Marco Bellinelli is a shot creator in a bad way. Yeah, like if Fultz was fully developed, he would have been the Easily. best situation Absolutely. we could have asked for. Absolutely. And, you know, again, Marco Fultz, I was actually talking to my barber about this, and we're both fired up. And uh, Marco Fultz working with Drew Hanlon, uh, the shot guy, and mm-hmm. he's working out there. And apparently, you know, Joel and Mo Bamba are working together with him as well, mm-hmm. which is really exciting for Mo Bamba. To like already come in the league with a guy like Joel Embiid. You want to talk about Raw, Zaire Smith. Mo Bamba is a fucking a unit. Dude, I mean, to be look molded. at that. Look at that front court in Orlando. I mean, Gordon and Mo Bamba. That's pretty exciting. They mm-hmm. just need a point guard, like I guess you know, like that's not fucking. I know who who's in the Alfred Payton's in Phoenix now, right? Yeah. So who's who's the guard in? Uh, oh, fucking Mario Hezonia. Dude, Hezonia's a free but... agent this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. So they took. What's his name again? Fuck. Landry Shamet. Landry Shamet, um, twenty six overall. The, you know, I thought they and were going to be... say like when TJ's contract's up, like we may have to let him walk. I mean, obviously we don't want to. Yeah, I agree. But that's another guy that can sort of fill TJ's position as far as you know, like a an initiator of the offense, right? And obviously a better shooter than TJ. Maybe not as good as a defender, but possibly can if he's working with guys like Zaire Smith and. Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons had a hell of a defensive year. No one saw. And go back to Zaire Smith for a second. That backcourt with Ben Simmons and Zaire Smith, like not only is that like Lob City, but on the defensive end, they're fucking. They're you're right. Making like a little chain, like White Magic in in Jailbreak, dude. No one's getting past that wall. Hell yeah. They got some long ass arms and are athletic as shit. And I would I would suspect that Zaire Smith may not be done growing yet. No way. I mean, he's six five and how old? Probably nineteen. Nineteen or twenty. Yeah, he was a sophomore. So he was a sophomore. Yeah. Okay. I th- I'm pretty sure he was a sophomore. I thought he was a freshman. You could be right. Um, but um, if you guys just really quick on that audio that Kyle was talking about about you know uh, Brett Brown star hunting, um, this was him last night. If it would load, buffering. No, no big buffer deal. anymore. It's all good. To me, the. Uh... The trade was more of a Brett Brown, the general manager, than Brett Brown helping the coach right away. Is that one way to look at the trade, if you will? Completely. Because I live in this city with you all. I watch Villanova. I love his mom. I love his college coach. There is a human side of this that's really kind of hard to explain. And we all, I am assuming, go from this level of excitement and coincidence, like you can't make this up, to something as a, as a, as a group. We, we sit there and we field office, and again, one we knocked back that was a great opportunity, really a great opportunity. And then there it is. There's, there's this thing that involves our one big. It wasn't like it involved another player. It was our one big, who we had targeted and brought back twice and studied the things that we felt he could improve on to, to really be quite different in the NBA because of his incredible character and athleticism and toughness. And then there's a 2021 pick, and we all understand that that could be the year that high school people are allowed into the NBA, and that is that is far out. 
And it also could be the thing, as I said to Marshall, that could be the thing that, that, that flips it with us having more assets to, to enhance a realistic trait for a star. We are star hunting, or we are star developing. That's how you win a championship. And the emotion of what we have all been through is painful. But as I said at the start, what's best for the organization and how do you win a championship? And, and since I've looked at you all, I haven't pivoted out of that. So that was Brett Brown last night after the draft. Um, just first off, first and foremost, I couldn't be more excited them giving him that extension this past year. He could be the best public speaker of all time. Uh, you know. And you get captivated by his accent. Too. Dude, He's yeah, like well, one of those people. I love his mom. Yeah. I love his mom. I love his college coach. And it, like the way he like utilizes his pauses. Yeah. Just has everyone on well, the edges of the He reminds seat. me of Barack Obama, the way Barack yeah. Obama used to do that, or Martin Luther King. And we all know Barack Obama is probably one of the best public speakers of all time. Right. He just he could deliver a speech like not like no one else. I love his mom. <laughs> I love his college coach. <laughs> but we have to consider this is a business. The United States of America. Go on. Another baller. Barack Obama versus Brett Brown. Brett Brown is fucking killing him. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he's got like twenty. Barack's years game might have been a little boosted just because he was the president. Yeah, it's kind of like Vladimir Putin when he plays, yeah, he plays hockey. hockey. Yeah, he, <laughs> went, he scores like seven goals. Yeah, I'm not letting that dude. I'm not saving that dude's yeah, shot. I'm not getting. That. I'm not getting losing right a fucking limb. Um, That's funny. But you know, first off, like yeah, again, fuck yeah, Brett Brown. Like, yeah. thank you for being real. First off, he's like the realest. You know, he was talking Hinky. Like that was. It sounded like Hinky had his hand up Brett Brown's ass and was just. Puppeteering, fucking venture like, him thing. and Doug, man, they just fucking get it. Mm-hmm. Why don't Why don't the Flyers and Phillies ever get coaches like that? I don't know. They, they, Honestly, they don't like not to go it. to the Phillies, but I think Kapler's doing a good, good fucking job. Right, but he's not like how Brett Brown and Doug Peterson are. No, you're right. He, they are just like literally uh, two trees in 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 the city. Their roots, like in like their legs, are the roots embedded. Like they they get it. They're a part of the of the city. Mm-hmm. Doug Peterson will always be. Now, yeah. Especially. You know, I will never forget seeing that man on, that, Ron, Ron, on a Nick bus. Nick Foles going up and just being like, Philly Philly? He's like, yeah. Yeah. Just seeing him march down Broad Street, you know, or, or on the, on, the uh, on that bus, you know, at the parade. Amazing. And like him, awesome. him catching the beers at the parade. Again, not to harp on Doug Peterson right now. But again, Brett Brown, we're star hunting. Yeah. You, you're, we're star developing. That's how you win a championship. He gets it. You know why? Because he fucking comes from this dynasty in, down in the Spurs. Like, the Spurs. Yeah, he comes from the dynasty, people and he for, went through the Dude, people process. forget how good those Spurs teams were. People forget? People forget how people good they were. People forget that they have not not won 20, or 50 games in 20 years. They are. <laughs> and it's it's because of Plop. Yeah, Plop. Right, Plop. I mean, they have great players. They draft very well. Robert Ory. Dude. Uh, Bruce Bowen. Dude, big shot pop. Dude, they were very good. Fucking Avery Johnson. Yeah, I mean, Tim Duncan. His big smile. Avery Johnson. For, dude, for Colin yo, Sexton. Dude, he smiled. I dude, he's him. a great smile. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, Colin Sexton. He loved it. Um, th- I don't know what the Cavs are up to. Cause, like, they have to want to. They need to re-sign LeBron bad. Well, first off, did you see the Colin, Se- or, uh, Colin right? Mm-hmm. He's wearing number two. Yeah. And isn't? What's his name wearing number two? What, Kyrie Irving? No. Jared. I don't know. Who? Someone that's already on the team is wearing number two, I thought. 
And like, no one's significant. Oh, okay. What were you thinking of? Maybe I'm getting confused with Kyrie. I thought Jordan Clark Jordan Clark was wearing six. I thought somebody already on the roster was wearing two. Twenty two like, is uh, what's his name? Larry Nance. Yeah, that, that might be it. Dumpster fire. Yeah. Um, they should retire that number again and not let him wear it. What a fucking <laughs> disgrace. <laughs> on, yeah, re-retire it. Be like, mm. his dad's probably like, dude, come on, like Larry. Larry. He's like, you got some. Larry, get a, come here, Larry. He's like, I know you got some bounce, but you need to develop but sheesh, some, something else. Yeah, how was he in the slam dunk contest this year? Because he's got bounce. So does Zaire Smith. But again, who dunked to, over to, to wrap Bridges, it up on Brett, which is very poetic justice. Right. Um, to wrap it up on Brett, um, he gets it. He is you know he's holding the reins right now. I couldn't be more happy that he's holding the reins after what he said last night. Like that's fantastic. He, um, I think we're going to be geared. We're going to have a pretty exciting uh, free agency coming mm-hmm. up and some pretty exciting podcast episodes. Um, if you, Kyle, could do me a favor and just rattle off the rest of the names of the draftees last night, and we can... The do... rest were traded away, but the one that we kept, um, his name is Shake Milton. Yeah, and where is he from? SMU. And who was the coach there? Larry Brown. Yeah. So it's very... I don't know if... It, like, that might have been a uh, connection thing. Uh, we've always kind of been tied with them, in a yeah. way. Um Shake, but, yeah. Shake is also he has very good vision. Yeah, as a an initiator of the offense, good passer. Yeah, and he also shot north of forty two percent from three. Summer league is gonna be pretty cool. Yeah, there's because gonna be a lot of athleticism. Is Markel gonna be playing in summer league? I kind of hope not. I think I hope should. not because if he does play and he stinks, that's bad. Yeah, because that's bad, and then his his confidence is back down at zero. And at this point, you have to fucking like fuck you, like you're yeah. playing. Well, if, if have he, to dude, because we haven't been seeing shit about him. It's sink he, or swim, dude. He hasn't been. So, I just hope that um, working with Drew Hanlon, um, he's been working with him a little bit now. Maybe he's gonna be looking like maybe he's down there. Maybe he's out there already. He went out there like almost immediately after the season ended mm-hmm. um, to, to start working, and maybe he's ready, and maybe he's gonna be playing in the summer league this year. You know, with him and Zaire Smith, and uh, you know, fucking. Uh, my God, Landry Shemet and Milkshake. What's his name? Oh, um, uh, Shake Milton. Yeah, Shake Milton. Shake Malton. Yeah. But the players we traded away. Yes. I'm not sure exactly. I was trying to find the compensation for it, but I don't know. I wasn't really looking that hard, but I couldn't find it. Okay. We drafted Kyrie Thomas, okay. who I actually really liked. He was a shooting guard, so we were going pretty guard heavy. We wind up trading him, and then we chose uh, Kosas Antetokounmpo. With the 60th overall pick and winded up trading him to the Magic. Yeah, um, the Dayton Flyer, Costas under the Kumbo. Um, brother of Giannis. Brother. And uh, Thanasis, I believe his name is. Thanasis? His brother. Um, I believe it's I think I think you're right. Um, it's a cool it, name, by the way. Not his brother. They're not, like, uh, people were, like, kind of like, oh, dude, we should have, like. Giannis it. is an anomaly. Dude. dude. He's an. And that dude. was the biggest mouthful. Hmm? Giannis is an anomaly. I got it out good, though. Uh, Antetokounmpo is an anomaly. It's true. Can you spell it? Antetokounmpo? Yeah. Mm, no. Yeah, neither can I. I, c- I couldn't just rattle it off. I would have to like write it down. It's probably A-N-T-E. A-N-T-E-T-K-U-M-P-O. I don't know. Ooh. You might be close. No, I'm not. I think there's probably like a U there in there There wasn't enough letters. Um, but what else, man? So Sixers, that's big news. Um, obviously free agency. Um, You know, again, what are they going to do? You know... What would you like them to do? So, you know, you have this pool of guys at this point. Maybe you do trades for like I have. I have a. I have a take on this. 
and like if you do make a trade if you're if you do load up on picks if you're if you're gonna load up on picks and, and send them all in a deal i like it could be for Kawhi, it could be for clay because like if if kd leaves they need to restock eventually yeah it's like this goes 2021 might like, be a do you remember time. when like baron davis dunked on this Andre is not Kurlenko? a bad take at all i kind of i didn't think of that you remember when Andre Kurlenko got dunked on by Baron Davis? Yes. That was the most was exciting the thing to ever happen to a Warriors fan back then. Now they have this dynasty. That's going to fucking end, just like the Spurs ended, just like the Lakers had their dynasty. And a 2021 first-round pick seems pretty good for them because by it going. 2021, you know, Steph's ankles may be breaking, broken yeah. down. K- KD, KD might have will not be there the by Sixers. 2021. Yeah. yeah, he'll be on the Sixers in a couple of years. But, That'd be you know, awesome. they might. So I think they might lose him this year. I think what's scary about this is if Kevin does opt out, it's a player option, right? Yeah. If he opts out, he's going to Washington, dude. You think so? Hometown. Yes. John Wall started to catch fire. Could you imagine that? John Wall, Brad Beal, Kevin Durant, Gar- uh, Gortat will be the, the five because he always is. Kelly Oubre. Yeah, Kelly Oubre. Um, and Otto Porter Jr., Looks great. Good defender, good three point. Marke- uh, Markeith is there, or is it Marcus? No, Marcus Mar- is in Boston. Yeah. Marcus. It's uh, yeah, it's Markeith is in Washington. Um, always like those two, gritty yep. ass fucking dudes. Philly. Philly guys. Yep, of course. Um, that could be a squad, and I think Kevin Durant has always wanted to go home. Yeah. Um, I mean, hang out with them. De- it's definitely not outside of the realm of possibility. It all depends on. By the time he's gone, like, does he see the Washington Wizards with a window? Does he actually want to go there? I know it's back home, but some people don't like that kind of pressure. Some people. KD seems he's already to be the a best, soft guy. second best player in the world. So easily, yeah. So he, he could go. He's not a pressure guy. Yeah, but the trade for Clay Thompson is interesting. Yeah, I because like that. again, like you, you get Clay. Um, you, We're also forgetting this year. Jonah Bolden's coming over. Yeah, summer league. Sheesh, summer league's gonna be interesting. Yeah, well, um, and. Again, so Clay comes here, you know, you're still attracted to LeBron. Because LeBron needs to come here no matter what. Like, I want LeBron here, okay? Um, I don't want Paul George here. I, I just don't. Because I just like what Clay brings to the table, different than Paul George. I like the way that Clay would fit as a shooter, a shooter, and a, a shooter, and a defender. But more a shooter, a shooter, a shooter. With Ben, with Joe. Oh. Just and then you have JJ off the bench mm-hmm. at that point because Clay would be starting at the two. Yes, no um, doubt. you have JJ coming off the bench at that point. You have Rocco, that possibly would, LeBron, dude. You have, but you have Rocco coming off the bench as well. So JJ Redick and Rocco are coming off the bench for you. Okay, that's already fantastic. deeper bench than last year because those two dudes were starting. Yeah. So you put them back on the bench. Um, you know, so Ben, Clay Thompson, you know, LeBron, Dario. Joel, if that's what you want, your five's going to be. That's an NBA starting championship. With depth. Like, with depth. Because, like, you can't have a paper. Like, the Warriors, I'm, like, not discounting how good they are. But they played a, they were absolutely paper thin, but they played a shitty Cavs team again. And maybe if the Cavs were a little deeper and had better, well, first off, maybe the Cavs had another good player on the roster that it might be more competitive. That's better than Kevin Love. Dude. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the Warriors, again, were paper thin. I just think that, as well as star power, you need depth on, on that bench. And I think that's, again, what Brett was doing with Zaire Smith. Like, that dude could absolutely start, like, in a couple years, maybe. Like, athletic, dude, like, athletic. He's, like, one of the craziest athletes I've seen them draft since I've been paying attention to sports. 
Um, he could be a part of that trade if we do trade to Clay Thompson. Exactly. He's play similar position. Right. And, and like, they know they're losing out on Andre Iguodala, so he could sort of be like that kind of guy, like defender, right. athletic, good shooter. Yeah. Hey. Like a guard that comes off their bench around, that's not Sean Livingston. That actually has knees, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Where did he go to college? He went... Ah, fuck. Did he go to Temple? No. Where did Sean Livingston go to school? Why do I think he went to Temple? No, he went to a big school. I'm pretty sure. I'm not exactly sure right off the top of my head. I know he got drafted to Miami initially, but I'm definitely not sure. Was it like Kentucky or something? Maybe not. Actually, hold on. First off, if I Google your name and the first thing that pops up is injury... (laughs) <laughs> that sucks. Oh my god, it's funny. Okay. Damn, he was in also basketballreference.com. By the way, has uh, it says their name and then it says their nickname in parentheses under their name. Yeah, he was drafted in two thousand four. I don't think he went to college. He didn't. I was gonna. I was about to trick question you where he went to college. He didn't. He went to Peoria. Peoria High School, I think, is in Illinois. Yeah, Peoria, Illinois. Yeah. Yeah, so um, home of the Lions. Apparently. I think he was going to go to Duke or something, and then he wound up not going, and then just skip. I don't blame him. Get his bag. Yeah, just secure. like DeAndre Ayton, secure the bag. Yeah, dude, my man knows how to make money. The well, Suns had a pretty good draft. The Suns did have a good draft. Um, uh, so we'll talk about the Suns really quick because I want to talk about Puma really quick as well because that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so did you see Suns... Zaire Smith's ones, the black and white ones. Wait, did he sign with Puma too, mm-hmm. Zaire Smith? Mm-hmm. Wow, they're pretty nice. He said. They were like plain black and white ones, and a quote said, "Wait till you see the 76ers colorway, Cyrus Smith." So that'll be pretty exciting. That's pretty far. Go on. Um, I'm sorry, but yeah, DeAndre Ayton at one, obviously a freak. It's going to score a lot of points. Um, definitely an option for Booker to pass to. That's good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Mikael Bridges is going to be going there now. And who is the uh, the uh, who do they get later? I uh, they got Elliot later. Okobo. Yeah. Okay. And they also picked up. George King. Yeah. But Yakobo, yeah, like, I, I remember uh, Michael Levin um, from Rice and Ricky Sanchez podcast. Shout out. Uh, he really liked him, too. Um, the kid I like. He liked, also liked Kyrie Thomas, like I was saying. Who's, earlier, but... um, who's the kid from. Uh, fuck, that guard. Where did he go? From where? He has the two part last name. Oh, from uh, Duke? Yeah. SGA? Yeah. I don't remember what is what that stands for, but I know it's SGA. Where did he go? I think he went to Duke. No, where did he get, get drafted? Oh, last oh he got. I'm not sure where he got drafted. Let me check. Um, I, I had the big board up a second ago. If you want to give me some background noise for a second, while yeah, I... sure. Um, but no, like, <laughs> so yeah, the Suns did have a good draft. Um, I was hot. I was like, I don't know. I, I like DeAndre Ayton. He definitely should have been the number one pick. The top three mm-hmm. literally came out as soon as it should have happened. Like. How everyone thought, except until Trey Young essentially went three to mm-hmm. the to the Hawks. Um, but they took Luca and traded him to the. Were Mavs. you surprised how early Dante went, Divincenzo? Yes, absolutely. I thought I did not think. Remember he when I, we were talking? You were how like, is yeah, he? Yeah, I would love him on the team in like the second round. I was like, yeah, maybe at twenty six. Dude, and you were thinking that might have been too early. When I was thinking maybe that too. But yeah, seventeen. To I Hawks. don't think, uh, dude. He's good. Like he was really good. Obviously in the tournament, dude. I don't know. Especially going to like a poorly coached Milwaukee team, and he is white. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's not, not a great start. But um, speaking of whiteness in the NBA, the Utah Jazz love. Oh my god, the draft they picked up Ted Cruz, dude. 
First off, now you got Mitt Romney over there. Is Grayson Allen Mormon? I think he is. Could be. I don't know. Does that have anything to do with it? Like, hold on. What's that? He Siri? is Mormon. Is Grayson Allen Mormon? You're asking Siri? Yeah. Here's what I found on the web for his Grayson Allen Mormon. <laughs> but while you're looking at that, so SGA, Shea Gil- uh, Gilgis Alexander. Alexander, he went 11th overall to the Clippers. Right. So that was right after Mikhail Bridges, and then that followed Miles Bridges. Um, so I don't think he's Mormon. He went to the Providence School of Jacksonville, which is a private college preparatory preparatory Christian school. Mm, okay, so the opposite of Mormon. Um, but but still, like, dude, the Jazz, dude, come on. Yeah. You want to review the uh, the lottery real quick? Give, yeah, sure. Give your thoughts. Yeah. All right. So number one, DeAndre Ayton to the Suns. It's a good pick. Yeah, I thought that was the absolute correct pick. To pair him with a guy like Devin Booker, who is a good shot creator uh-huh. and a great shooter, to put someone that is very good down low is is a good fit. Right. Number two, Marvin Bagley the third. I mean, to the it's a good pick, but I thought the Kings were going to go Doncic just because of the uh, Vladi Divac connection. I just think that as far as fit, like the Kings have been looking for a savior the last like ten years now. I feel like, yeah. and I think that Luca um, playing alongside De'Aaron Fox would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but they they mortgaged so much for Buddy Heald, but they yeah. probably weren't ready to sort of try so, to replace so him. So Bagley's yet. a very safe pick. Like I, I'm not going to hate it. He yeah, just doesn't play D. Yeah, you're going to put him next to Collie Zero D. Yeah, that's why I put him next to Collie Stein. Yeah, who plays only D. Yeah, and then number three, Luka Doncic, who was traded from the Hawks. Yeah, um, to the Magic. So what do you think about the Mavs? Yeah, the um, Mavs. I mean, I mean, Luka's going to be a player. Uh, him and Dennis Smith. That's going to be a pretty cool team. Uh, shout out Mark Cuban. Mm-hmm. I kind of like watching Shark Tank. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. So, number four, Jaron Jackson Jr. I mean, I didn't think he was going to go four, um, but I like the pick. Very uh, gritty player. Yeah, very gritty player. For the city of Memphis. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, Memphis was one of those teams that was thinking about uh, moving out. So, I, I guess they liked what, what they saw there. They didn't, Maybe they didn't get a good enough offer. Um, there was, I mean, there was there was a couple trades. So there wasn't a crazy amount. So Yeah. So, number five from the trade that we just discussed, yeah. Trey Young. Yeah. So To the Hawks. I I had a feeling that the Hawks wanted him. Um, you did. You predicted that they would take him at three, which yeah. I thought was a great move to swap with them and, you know, pick up some extra assets yeah, for Trey um, Young. You know, he's looking like he's been soaring up the draft boards. NBA 2K is very in on him. Um, Being the next Steph Curry. Yeah. So, around I don't know. If, threes. I don't know. I think, I mean, upside-wise – like I talked about this with you yesterday. Like, I would Doncic sort of remind me of each other a little bit. Yeah, I wouldn't have minded taking him at ten. You <coughs> Not know? at all. I you know, like, if he was still around yeah. at ten, like I wouldn't hate taking him at all. Yeah, um, good shooter. I, I think it's a good pick. I think the Hawks yeah. obviously need someone that can fucking score. Um, yeah, th- they can't be done though. They yeah. really can't. I think after a year, he will be much better than what they have now with yeah. Dennis Schroeder. I agree. So, so moving on. So Wendell Carter Jr. to the Bulls at number seven. I uh, Duke guy. Yeah, I agree. I uh, I mean he, uh, he's a good pick. It's a good pick for the Bulls. I mean Markinen and him are going to be raining threes, so yeah. that'll be pretty cool. Right next to each other. Yeah. Also good defender. Yeah. Number eight, Colin Sexton, one of your guys that you like to the Cavaliers. Um, I liked him. I don't like the Cavs picking him there. I think the Cavs, um, should have just I don't know. I don't know what the I don't know what the Cavs are up to. He's a good pick, but. Yeah, I mean, they're going to need someone to run their offense if they're going to lose LeBron. He's a decent guard, very gritty guy. Yeah. Um, good shooter. Right. S- sort of streaky a little bit. But I guess he could fit in with Kevin Love pretty well if LeBron leaves and whatever they're going to do with that. 
So at number nine, the New York Knicks took Kevin Knox, um, also from Duke. Um, the Knicks fans. Or Kentucky, I mean. Sorry. Kentucky. Um, a guy the Sixers like, of course. Um, easily the ugliest person in the draft this year. Oh, man. Um, yes. Yeah. Looked like ugly. an Easter Island head. Yeah. Ugly. Dude, that's such a good take. He does look <laughs> the like The New York Knox. Um, New York Knox. I think that uh, Knicks fans know nothing about basketball, and I think he could help. I mean, Yeah, that little kid was planted. The one that first off, no matter who they edition uniforms are fucking trash. What with the firefighter? Yeah, I don't mind them. Yeah, they're not great, but I like I get, the idea. I get it. Nine eleven. I like the ha- idea. I get it. Nine eleven happened seventeen years ago. <laughs> I'm gonna walk right past that one. Okay. At number ten, obviously the Sixers took Mikel Bridges and sent him pack into Phoenix. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, it was a good pick by the Sixers. It was a pretty good trade by the Sixers. I mean, it's pretty cool that the Suns got him because that's good for them because. He's a good player. Yeah, he sort of fits right in. Um, he's going to be able to contribute right away yep. alongside DeAndre Ayton and Booker and Josh Jackson. Yep. 11 uh, SGA Yeah. to the Clippers. We just talked about I him. mean, that's a good pick. I mean, the Clippers need a guard. Um, they also need a new coach. Um, they also need to figure out what they're doing. Apparently, they're going to pursue LeBron. Um, but, I mean, he's pretty good. pretty good point guard. So Yeah, I think they went best player available there, Absolutely. in my opinion. That's not injured. I would have went him over Colin Sexton if I was the Cavs. That's a good take. Uh, number 12, Miles Bridges from Michigan State. I think that's to the pure, yeah, pure value at 12. Mm-hmm. I think that he was going to go a lot sooner than that. Me too, um, actually. The Hornets. Um, Great shooter. Just They're good, always like, mediocre, so maybe he might yeah. finally push them over the edge. Yeah. Um, maybe he could be their Draymond Green in a way. Like, yeah. from He's Michigan a good shooter State. off the dribble. Yeah. Good defender. Um, can do a lot. He can take threes. He can go down low and post up. He's a good all-around player. Right. Uh, I guess Michael Jordan liked him, so he must have picked him. Mm-hmm. It's a little hand-picked by J- uh, MJ there. Yep. Number 13, the Clippers again, they take Jerome Robinson. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know much about him, honestly. Um, but, I mean, you know, like kind of a couple picks right back-to-back almost. Uh, I mean, they went best player available both times, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe not, though. Honestly, like, if you have two of those picks right like that, I would have taken Michael Porter. I was just about to say that. So the next one, good transition, Michael Porter Jr. to the Nuggets at 14. Again, I think at 14, if you got this guy, if you get this guy at 14 and he does pan out, then it's a fucking steal. Obviously, he has health issues, which are questionable. I think what was more questionable than his health issues was how much he didn't play and how much no one really knew. Um, skill-wise. He played uh, less than Kyrie Irving. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I like him. I think that, again, when you have a player like that, that he was supposed to projected, like, one overall. And I get that his health issues, but, like, Joel Embiid would have been number one overall. And if I he get he only, he only went to three. But, again, if the Sixers aren't picking at three that year, he might have slid further, too. Because the Sixers, you know, they, they knew were, they weren't going to be good. Yeah. They could wait. Right. So, so again... I don't understand the Porter hate. I think it's very trendy to hate Michael Porter um, because everybody was hating on him. Everybody. Everyone on ESPN. Everyone that I know that is named Joe DiGiacomo. Everyone that, like, on rights to Ricky Sanchez. Everybody did not like Michael Porter Jr. And I just thought that, what if, like, dude, like, he still might pan out. Like, why is it a definite... That's that. why. That's why I think the fucking Clippers fucked up with that. Instead of Jerome Robinson, Dude, I think they definitely. I agree. I, like if you're if you got your point guard, like not a lot of teams have the luxury of picking like every other. Almost pick. back to back. So take a flyer on the dude if you have two first round picks that close together. That's just 
That's like the T Wolves passing up on Seth or Steph Curry. Twice. Yes, and like think about it. Hey, say Michael Porter pans out. They got Jamal Murray there. They got uh, what Nokic or Jokic? I can't. I can never get them straight. Yusef or no, no. not Nurkic. It was uh, yeah, Jokic. Yeah, yeah th- right. that's gonna be a pretty decent squad. They traded Will Barton, dude. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Will fucking Barton. He shoots more than I've ever seen. Yeah, he and... shoots more than Kyle Gaff when we play pickup. <laughs> but they actually go in. Yeah. Uh, number fifteen no, is Gaffin. Troy Brown Jr. Kyle Gaff can hit him. Now he can he can drive, bro. Dude, he can. He Not can a ball. great shooter. Uh, Grim, he will attest. Grim to that. can fucking hoop. Grim is Grim should have been number fifteenth overall, Fair. but instead, the Washington Wizards took Troy Brown Jr., who is a decent player. Yeah, but I agree. That rounds out the lottery. And then one other guy I want to ask you about at number eighteen, yeah. not in the lottery, Lonnie Walker Jr. Um, what do you think about that to the Spurs? Well, that was very interesting. Yeah, I think that is a again. I think it was a steal. I think Lonnie Walker was getting these high grades, and I don't know why. He, again, eighteen is not bad, and he's going to a really good like uh location especially like a guard like they needed a guard and because parker's old uh murray is it murray who's their uh yeah yeah it's murray yeah murray um you know he's good but like he's not an every he's not a starter um patty mills i think yeah patty mills too i think lonnie walker could be a dude down there yeah for sure and also great hat his hat was hovering four feet above his head yeah i mean his hair is wild it was funny that on part of my take today they were saying is it time to switch over to the draft visors? Because <laughs> every year, like, dude, these dudes have such huge hair. And it's wild. Yeah. And it's just like, they just have, like, except, you know, the shape. Except of... Trey Young, though. Yeah, for real. Fuck, his hair we, sucks. Dude. Greasy as fuck. I, we were talking last night during the draft. We were on Skype. And I said, I don't really mind the pants, like, the shorts look with yeah. the tucks. Nah, dude, yeah. But those pants last they night, they were terrible. They w- did not fit. Just like I said, it looked like like a fifteen year old kid wearing like Docker shorts. Yeah, it was like terrible. Yeah, and they were like wrinkled. And if you're gonna go shorts, you gotta go black because you if it if it looks wrinkled, you just look like an idiot. Absolutely. And like black is one of the hardest you know colors to see wrinkles in. Right. So if you're if you're not gonna have a mat fitted, you have to go black. Yeah. And that's fit's gotta be fitted. Yeah. Um. Trey Young, think he'll be pretty good. Zaire Smith, welcome to the process, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, everyone. Landry Schmidt. Yeah. Welcome. And Shake Milton. Great name. Milt Shake. Work your butt off and we'll like you. Um, if you're an asshole, we're not going to like you. It's a fact. Um, that's going to be it for this week. Guys, we're about, you know, it's August 12th Ooh, is We the Process's one year anniversary. Um, it's a big deal to me and Kyle because, you know, this is like our, our baby. We've been putting in the work. Yeah. And just for it to grow. You know, it isn't huge. Like, we don't have a huge podcast, but it has grown in a year. Like, yeah, we love doing it. More than we both have thought. Um, you know, we, ha- we had a lot of highlights this year, um, especially, you know, the the live pod at Endgreen. Um, shout out, Joe. Um, you know, the Eagles winning the Super Bowl this year. Um, the Sixers going on their run. You know, this has been a really cool year. Um, it's been an honor, you know, talking about these teams and you guys, you know, listening and telling us that we're doing a good job and just acknowledging that you guys listen yeah good friends of ours it it means the world it really does like i have people texting me like out of nowhere it's like yo like i really enjoyed this last episode you guys you know were cracking me up and it feels good yeah hell yeah so um look out we're we're gonna get a lot of things going um we're gonna do something big i think relatively big for our one-year anniversary show we're getting on spotify too i believe right yeah we are actually officially on spotify now um soon our application has been submitted 
to Amazon to be on Alexa. So you can say, Alexa, play with the process, and she will play with the process. It's great. Um, so, yeah, we're on Spotify. Big news. Uh, obviously, iTunes, SoundCloud, Instagram, Twitter. Um, but, yeah, thank you guys. Stay on the lookout for – we're going to have one-year anniversary merch. It's going to be a thing. We are in the process, and trust it, of designing – um, our one-year anniversary merch, what it's going to be, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, keep an eye out for one-year anniversary stuff because we're going to kind of start the, – the planning officially starts now. I know we're only a, we're a month out. We like – me and Kyle were the guys that do the project the night before it's due. So Pretty much. Yeah, so uh, we're going to start working on it now. Um, again, stay posted on our Twitter and Instagram stuff for updates about that. Um, if it's another live pod, please show up like you did for the last live pod. That was so much fun. There was like 50 of you guys there, and that was so much fun. Um, I couldn't hear myself talk, which is good. Yeah, and I'm gonna keep it that way. So, and I promise you guys, the Flyers pick before the end of the episode looks like they're not picking for another few picks. So, so I can't give so it that fuck to off. You. Yep. Sorry about <laughs> so, that. So, in lieu of that, hashtag socks off, unless you're over the age of fifty. <laughs> hashtag fans of Japan. Hashtag facts only. Hashtag. We'll talk to you guys next week. See. Love you.